<laughs> Welcome to the Unicorn Club. <laughs> Today is um, February 3rd, 2020. Um, I'm laughing a little bit because I was just doing a, um audio journal and um, I was just talking. And then I looked down and I was like, why isn't the timer moving? And it wasn't recording at all. It just stopped. <laughs> and I had some good information going on. So, welcome to the <laughs> Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is February 3rd, 2020. Please go over to Twitter if you have Twitter. And follow the Unicorn Club for Introverts. So, <laughs> I can't believe what just happened. <laughs> I was like 10 minutes in of talking. <laughs> I was like 10 minutes in of talking. I don't know. What's, hold, let me try something else. Wait. Wait a minute. All right. So, I'm usually home from work just in time for me to see Wendy at 4 o'clock. And as I was getting my chips and dips together to sit down and enjoy Wendy for an hour and unwind and, you know, do what I do, I had a very random thought as I was getting my chips and dip together. So about 20 years ago, I met this woman, um, and she was online dating. And so she spoke to a guy over the phone, and for whatever reason she had, I don't remember because it was 20 years ago, whatever reason she had, she was not interested. And she um, said, you know, he's not getting the hint at all whatsoever. And so she devised like a plan to get rid of him and to turn him off. And she, I was a part of it, and then me being, the both of us being childish, I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I remember moving forward with it. And I remember talking to the guy over the phone. And I remember that he was very calm. But he was offending me on purpose. Because he wanted me to go back and say something to her to get her to call him. Because she wasn't answering his call. She wasn't responding to him. And that was because she was not interested. And I remember him calling me for for like two days, three days, something like that. It was a couple of days. And every time he called, he would offend me. And my childish stuff, would myself, would get agitated and pick up the phone knowing it was him. To, you know, calling to, to instigate and I would answer and I'd start yelling at the top of my lungs and all this here stuff. And I remember him being racist. And I was like, you know, you really ain't going to get her now because her children are interracial. She don't like racist people. Blonde hair, blue eyes and all. Her children are biracial. She's not interested in you. Stop calling. Go away like you, you a grown man. And you're acting childish and so forth and so on. And he was about 15 years older than the both of us. He was just so desperate and dehydrated. And so um, I called her and 
I told her what was going on, what was happening, so forth and so on. And I told her to give him a call because he's, you know, going into a place of being racist. At first, it was just cute and funny because he's so desperate and not getting your attention, which is why, you know, he decided to call a second day and a third day because he thought his plan of offending me would get her to call him. So anyhow, she she called him on a three-way, and I remember her yelling at the top of her lungs and cussing him out and emasculating him, and at the end of it all, she was like, why don't you get the hint? I'm not fucking interested. And then she, like, clicked off the phone, and I was still there. You know, back then we had to use the house phone. I think the cell phone had just came out, and it was like a flip phone, and all you can really do on it was like make a phone call and get a text. Um, and that was it that I can remember anyway. And not everyone had a cell phone. So that was the end of him. Why did I have that random thought 20 years later? I'm just trying to eat my chips and dip and watch my Wendy. You know, we just had the Super Bowl Sunday. Shakira and J-Lo were on stage together, and I knew Wendy was going to talk about it. I just wanted to relax for an hour, watch my Wendy. I don't know why I had that random thought. And then it popped into my mind how I was at work on break, and I was texting a woman, and I think she's 53 years old, and she's online dating. And she was telling me how she felt bamboozled because online the guy, you know, was saying like how old he is and how he doesn't have time to play games and he hadn't been with a woman in 10 years and he'll explain why and that um, he does tattoos, he's an artist and so forth and so on. And so she said he seemed genuine about it. And when she spoke to him on the phone, she discovered that his elevator didn't go all the way to the top and that he was really unemployed. And as old as he was, he was living with his mom. And she was just saying that she felt bamboozled. And when I had that random thought, once I sat down to watch the Wendy show, I thought to myself, I should make like a private Facebook group and invite the Unicorn Club, only women to start with, invite the Unicorn Club into the private group and maybe do a live video once a month, whatever. I don't really want no real responsibility with it, but I do want to put women up on game, no matter the age, the race, the nationality, which is the same thing as race, you know, the religion. I just want to put women up one game. Because there are grown men that, that still play games. So here's what I'm, I, I want to say. When this guy, you know, asked her to be his valent, her, yeah, his valentine, you know, for Valentine's Day and how he, you know, had a facade and he put his best foot forward People have a tendency of doing just that online. They sell themselves. And they make themselves 
sound like a really good product. They put their best foot forward and they never tell you the stuff that they really should be saying. And you don't even notice how they're not disclosing to you the things that they should be disclosing to you because you're just falling for the the the, the fantasy or the dream, you know, that they're selling you. Because that's what they're doing. They're marketing and advertising themselves. That's what they're doing. It wasn't until she got he got her number that it came out that he's jobless and living with his mom and he's in his mid-40s. You know, things happen in life where you have to go back and live with your parents. Things happen. I think that if a woman, a single woman with three kids by three different men can make it and have her own place... There's no reason why a man who doesn't have custody of his kids shouldn't have his own place. And another thing I want to tell you is that there are some men who genuinely want to be in a long-term committed relationship. And they get to a place where they can't take going home and nobody is there anymore. So they get desperate and they you know set their eyes on someone and they become obsessive and they really want to be with a particular woman and so they will offend you just to get your attention they don't want to hurt you they really want to be in a long-term committed relationship with you for some reason they don't just say what they want they rather risk it all by offending you to get your attention as if that's going to make you give them their your vagina to begin with it's not it doesn't make logical sense to me but it makes perfect sense to someone who is desperate if you look at some of the lifetime movies where you know these men they become obsessed with women and they're like violent towards the woman they think that you know them being violent and scaring the woman is going to make that woman be with him. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work on TV and it doesn't work in reality. Women today have their own money. They have their own mind. Women are strong. And women know that they can call 911. They don't have to do anything. Women choose who they want to give their vagina to. Men have sex with whoever they can. So I want to leave you with two things because I had these random thoughts and I'd like to pop <clears throat> excuse me, pop on and share my random thoughts with you guys because they are like little gold nuggets. Pay attention to what's not being said because when you first meet someone, they are giving you a facade, especially when they're marketing and advertising themselves and they're saying all these great things about themselves. If all of this was true, why the hell are they single to begin with? Why? Somebody would have been snatched them up. Somebody would have been entertained them in all of the goodness that they're marketing and advertising, and they wouldn't be single. You have to be, to be vigilant and discerning to this. The second thing is when someone contacts you 
to offend you just to get your attention. Uh, block them. Yeah, we got blocked today. We have block. Hashtag block ministry. <laughs> yeah, just block them. Don't give them your attention at all whatsoever. Because that's what they want. They, they really want to be with you. They don't want to hurt you. They want to be with you. You can call them out on it and say, you know, you offending, you trying to offend me just for my attention is not going to make me be with you. Because some people, when you call them out, they just go away, you know. <laughs> but some people will be like, okay, she called me out on my shit, but I still got her attention. They want to try to keep you talking to them. Don't buy into it. And I'm really considering making this Facebook group private and for women only. I'm thinking about it. Anyhow, I hope, I hope that you learned much and that you will apply the lessons that I've been um, sharing with you all. I'm going to go watch my Wendy and Shalom. <laughs>